art more than when it was finished. The wall was the biggest piece of pin art he'd ever seen. Every pin was labeled with a small slip of paper that had been printed out, clipped, and glued up there. There was no pattern he could see in the labels. Some were locations, some were names, others were numbers, and others were even abstract nouns like desperation and unawareness. While he could see no pattern in them, there was clearly one in the great loom of crisscrossing lines. It wasn't much of a pattern, to be sure. No inverted cross or pentacle for the forensic psychologist to get excited about. Just a thick, even field of colored strings, with a distinct thickening in the density of intersections running from the upper right down to about a third of the way along from the bottom right corner on the lower edge. "'Where's the boy?' asked Hammond. "'This?' Sudum shifted where he sat, as if trying to make himself more comfortable and flinched slightly. Hurts more than I thought it would. He raised the hand he'd been holding to the wound and examined it. A drop of blood fell from the dark red fingers and palm. His expression was as though he were considering an unpleasant thought, rather than watching his life leak out of him. The boy, Sudum! What the fuck did you do to him? Sudum looked up at Hammond as if finding a wry humor in all this. I pinched him. Quite hard. He squealed like a good'un, like a little pig. I knew he was the right one for the job soon as I saw him on the street. Whining little crybaby. Perfect. He nodded at the closed door farther along the wall. He's in there, officer. I hope you have candy, whining little shit that he is. Hammond nodded to Carter, but Carter was already moving to the door. He took position on one side and tried the handle. Sudum watched it all with amusement. There's no one else here, detective. I'm done. No more tricks. No more games. Carter ignored him. He opened the door and followed through in a crouch. A moment later, he called back. He's here. Looks unharmed. See? said Sudum to Hammond. I'm all done. The jig is up. The dance is over. Shut up, said Hammond. He called back to Carter. Don't bring the kid in here. Call it in. Sudum nodded. Good idea. Coming in here might traumatize him, the poor baby. Carter was already ahead of his partner, but was having trouble getting a signal for his cell. The building seemed to be steel-framed, or maybe there was construction mesh in the walls. Either way, it was behaving like an unintentional Faraday cage as far as getting reception was concerned. He went to the window and finally got a one-bar signal. In the other room, Sudum said weakly, Hey, detective, I think you killed me. Hammond said nothing. He didn't say good, but he plainly thought it. Was planning on being dead already. Blizzard of bullets, you know, suicide by cop. He coughed. Seems to work out for everybody else who tries it. While we're waiting for me to go into shock, how's this? How about I tell you why I did it? I don't care, Sudum. Oh, okay. Okay. How about I tell you what all that's about? He nodded at the psycho wall. Hammond glanced at it. He really, really wanted to tear it down, but he knew it had to stay intact until it had been recorded. He envied the people who would finally get to cut every thread, pull out every nail, remove every label. He hated the look of the threads like a thick layer of web. He hated how this expressed just what was so fucked up about Sudom, and how Sudom had created it like a work of art.
He glared at it, following the threads with his eyes. He hardly noticed that Sudam was still speaking. Hammond didn't listen, but he heard. Carter told Thiago Mata to stay where he was, that the bad man had been caught, and that Thiago would soon be back with his mom. He went back into the other room, the loom of madness on the wall. Carter saw Hammond shoot himself through the mouth. He saw Sudam dead and smiling. He saw the call of Sudam's insanity, his perception, his reason, and his reasons hung upon the wall. There must have been a breeze in the room, for it seemed to swell slowly outward before lapsing back. Carter understood none of it, and that was just as well. It was a difficult public relations pitch. The serial killer without a nickname, known as the Child Catcher, had been quickly and successfully run to ground before he could harm his most recent victim. The boy, Thiago Mata, had been rescued...